What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another uh, installment of our special Bodyslam.net GCW Road to Hammerstein interview series. And I'm joined by my co-host from the Push podcast, Dom Mallon. And we are here tonight to talk to the one, the only, Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Jimmy, what's going on, brother? Not much. Just getting ready for Hammerstein. Yeah, dude, we, um... Few days out. Three days out now. I had to look at my cal- my clock to see what day it is. Yeah, it's Thursday night. This will probably come out Friday morning, uh, tomorrow morning. But yeah, we're three days out, two days after this airs. But yeah, man, it's getting close, man. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm real excited. I mean, it's a huge show. Dude, it's like one of the most historic wrestling buildings, if you think about it, like who's been there before. And you guys have set the attendance record now as far as wrestling shows, as far as how many yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. Also, it's like it's crazy. Not many people could say they wrestled in the Hammerstein. Not many companies have done it. Ring of Honor, ECW, and the One Night Stand shows, and not WWF. many people. Know. Urban Wrestling Federation did a few tapings, but it wasn't That's really right. like it wasn't really like a big crowd or nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just a fucking taping. So this <laughs> is a big deal. My dogs made a run in here. We had New Japan too. They've been there. Ring of Honor, New Japan, ECW. Yeah, but it was WWF kind of a joint show. Days, but it was kind yeah, of a joint right? Yeah, it's gonna yeah because Ring of Honor did their uh, well no I think it was they did their last tour War, through, War did, of the World yeah that's what it was called but yeah so this is a big deal for you guys and the company in general this is the biggest night I think probably I mean obviously for GCW and for the guy that's been there since the very beginning since GCW day one are you Tony Depp and Joey Janela so how does this what does this mean to you to, to be there from the beginning watch the company grow get to this point and now you're going to be performing at the Hammerstein Ballroom one of, like we just said one of the most historic and biggest wrestling venues uh, in the world um, I mean it's pretty fucking surreal starting in a shitty where like concert hall in Howell, New Jersey I mean I love Game Changer World that place is awesome but going from Game Changer World to the Hammerstein Ballroom is a totally different level. And the fact that this is our first actual cable pay-per-view is definitely a big, big uh, – makes it really big and special. And right, Hammerstein yeah, Ballroom's gonna... always been on the, on the bucket list. And I think that uh, – I always had a feeling GCW would be the ones to do it, and we did. We did, man. That's awesome. Uh, but Dom, yeah, just seeing guys... where the companies went from people saying that uh, GCW wouldn't last. It would only mm-hmm. last a year. It was just a deathmatch company. To We were basically just in Howell, New Jersey at a concert hall doing crazy deathmatches with a couple shows. And to see the evolution of the company has just been fucking crazy. And you could, you could speak to that evolution probably better than 99% you know, plus of the, the uh, crew of GCW, you've been there from its inception. Um, and when going into this, this big time event, that's really uh, setting the stage for GCW, would, would you look at it, you know, being on the roster as something that's more of a, a uh, coming out party for GCW to people that are new to it? Or does it, is it more of a uh, chance for GCW to finally shine and show that they're uh, worth that level of notoriety? I think it's more of a time to shine. I mean, GCW right now is one of the hottest things in professional wrestling. People are saying it's the third biggest promotion in America. So, I mean, a lot of new eyes are going to be on the product. I mean, this year alone with Cardona, Jarrett, all these new people coming into the company with so much, bringing so much new eyes, so many new eyes to the product has been wild. And I think 
this Sunday, it's just going to be more eyes because this is all I see talked about for the past couple of days. But when it happens, it's going to be all you hear talking about. It's going to be trending on Twitter. I know we do that all the time, but this one is, I feel like it's going to be like the ultimate. And this is where GCW is going to go from what it is to above and beyond next level. Absolutely. Does that put any added pressure on you personally to perform or is, you know, it's the same butterflies I mean, that you would always get? I feel get? like this one is going to be a little nerve wracking just because everything, you know, like going into it, you know, it's the first pay-per-view, you know, it's Hammerstein ballroom, you know, a lot of eyes are on you, a lot of new eyes. So yeah, I think it's going to be a little nerve wracking, but I mean, it is what it is. It's the part of the job and you just got to make sure you succeed and show out on that night. And you're in a big match too. Uh, you're at the the brass, the grab the brass ring ladder match again. It's uh, you, Alex Cologne, Tony Deppin, Jordan Oliver, uh, Leo Rush, and PCO. And man, I was talking to Alex about it, and he said mm-hmm. that um, what did he say? How, I can't remember the exact quote, but he was like, "The uh, the athletic commission, we're probably going to do some stuff to maybe make the athletic commission a little weary and nervous." So, are you uh, got anything that you're sitting on and I cooking up? I actually been in a brass ring match in New York at the Melrose Ballroom in the first brass grab the brass ring mm-hmm. ladder match, which I won. And nice. The commission almost shut it down. We were this. There you go. That's what he was talking down. about. They were when uh, you win this one, are you gonna wear the ring? Home. They're about to shut the show down. <laughs> when you win New this York time, are you gonna wear that ring on the same finger? Or is it gonna be a it's one a on the chain? It's not even a ring, it's like a it's like a a ring, like a big ring. It's like ring. a big circle, like a big like like Sonic ring, right? Like if you're playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think it's gonna actually look like a Sonic ring. It'll probably be like a piece of metal wire or something taped together. Well maybe whatever they'll pull GCW out. could throw together will be the maybe they'll pull out some expenses for Hammerstein, you know, put a little extra in the budget. Yeah, I mean ring. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> oh man. Um now if, so now did I read this right? You're only twenty two years old, is that correct? Uh, I'm 23. 23 now. And so you you started, what, 2014? Yeah, it was my first professional wrestling match, yeah. Dude, so how old were you when you started? Like, that's what... I had my first match at 16. 15, 15, 16 years old? Holy shit, man. I didn't even realize you were that young either with doing my research. I just assumed that you were, uh, you were closer to my age. Yeah. Before we went on the air, I'm listing off all these names because you're a Philly guy. Like, ah, maybe you know this guy, that guy. He's probably like 10, 15 years older than you. (laughs) Nah, man, he's he's one of those. uh, He's about the age of Jordan and all those guys. So I was I was surprised to see you had that much experience being that young, man. That's that's incredible. And you you went to CZW what 2015? Even younger. Pretty much. Even younger than that. Yeah. So. Because I started I started training to be a wrestler in 2012. Wow. At any That's point awesome. in your life, did you ever think that you wouldn't be a wrestler? Or was this just all in from, from that young an age, like you didn't see any other option? Yeah, I didn't see any other option. It's all I wanted to do. I love that. That's awesome. That's incredible, man. And uh, you've had a good run. I mean, you've um, you former GCW tag champ with G-Raver. Yep. Uh, you know, you've uh, – now, did – did you did you win the extreme title from Tony Depp? Or you wrestled Tony for the extreme title a long time ago? Yeah, I wrestled him. I didn't win it. Okay. Because he was talking about that match, and I couldn't remember if you uh, who, who won that one. But, yeah, Tony, we talked to him last night. He had nothing but good things to say about you. You guys are both in that match tomorrow night. So that'll be – or Saturday, yeah. Sunday night. 
I was going to yeah, say, he had good cool. things to say about you, but I don't know what you have to say about him going into that match. Do you have? I uh... mean, he's a phenomenal wrestler. Me and Tony are two of the originals in GCW, so I know it means as much to him as it means to me this night. So we're just going to go out there and make it special. Yeah, you guys have traveled the world together, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was talking about how much it meant to be in this match in that building together with somebody like you and Alex because you guys have all been. Yeah, Alex. I mean, Alex has uh, been around for a while. He's been wrestling for a long time Mm -hmm. prior with CCW, and then he came to GCW pretty early on, and he's killed himself for this company, bled buckets, and helped us get here too. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best deathmatch wrestlers in the world, and I mean, I think his work speaks for itself, and... I'm happy that he's in this match with me. I am I'm happy too. That we I all get to do this together. Yeah, and I think it would be good to see him. Uh, you know, he's not featured in a death match, just to be able to show everybody that hey, I'm more than just a death match wrestler. And Alex, Alex can go, man. He's awesome in the ring. Alex wasn't a death match wrestler for yeah. so many uh, years in his career, and then mm-hmm. he decided to make that turn, and he incorporated both worlds into one, and I think he's really succeeding. I agree. And you uh, were featured, uh, you wrote in uh, uh, Marcus Crane's memorial death match on the last, was it the last pay-per-view yep. in Chicago? Yeah. Let's talk about that because that was a probably, was a pretty special moment for you, you know, to be in that for, because you were good friends with Marcus, if I'm yeah. mistaken, right? So yeah, let's really talk about that, man. Like, that was a really cool thing that they did. They had a nice moment for him and uh, in the, the showboat and then to do that match. So yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. What that I mean to you to be in that spot? I mean, it was an honor. I, I'm happy that, of the people that were in it. Schlack was supposed to be there, but he couldn't make it because he was in the hospital. And mm-hmm. he was one of Marcus's best friends, which I know hurt him not being able to be there. Uh, but Nate Webb was a good, good suitable replacement. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know this, but we actually decided to put Nate in it with Schlack as a surprise because we knew how much uh, Nate meant to Marcus because actually three years and uh, th- four days before, uh, before that date where we had that match was Nate's return to a death match. And he hasn't done one in like 10 years before that. And he came back to do one in Chicago against Marcus. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, and there's videos of Marcus as a kid uh, dancing with Nate Webb in a Congo line and shit. I, I saw that. I saw that uh, the other night. Uh, I guess it was right. Probably the same night that they were doing the match when somebody was posting stuff and they were showing the pictures of them together and then Nate wrestling in the memorial for him. And I was like, oh, that's really yeah. cool, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I was happy to be a part of it. I mean, uh, it was an honor to be able to represent the life of Marcus and try to show some of the crazy things he did, like the razor boards and stuff like that. I mean, Nate got hurt in the match, so we didn't get to do everything that we wanted in order to pay tribute to him. But what we got to do, I think, was special, and I think it was a nice little tribute for Marcus. I agree, man. That was really cool. And yeah, I was going to talk about Nate getting hurt because I think Alex and I talked about that on one of these that we have coming out later this week too, about how there's so much stuff you guys had talked about and that you were going to do, but then you had to kind of change things up on the fly when he got hurt early and then you just yeah, you finish the match. But It sucked, but I mean, things happen, you know? I mean, we wish we could have gave more to the fans and we had a lot of stuff that didn't even get to come out to the ring. Yeah. We had more stuff in the back that we were going to use and it just we didn't get to it because Nate literally said I can't move. So yeah. and he was laying there, and we were like, "Fuck!" We had to rush to do something. Mm. Yeah, 
Well, and then I saw Brett. Brett later, I know later he was doing fine. That he was okay. So that was yeah. Good he too, started. He, was, got, he started moving his fingers and started walking like a little bit after. Yeah, that's that got to be good. such a crazy moment. In that moment, though, when you're going through the match and you're trying to get that going on, and then in the back of your mind, you got all of this going on as well. Yeah, just trying is. to process that and in, in front of a crowd as well. And that's yeah. not the first time in that building too, because I was there actually uh, when Raver in the got same building with Raver. I was in that yeah. building and actually. Like uh, they about knocked, they blew right past me and about knocked me down. And then when they were taking him outside, Joey was like, "Sorry, Cassidy," when he was like running because Joe, I know Joey. So yeah, I went, uh, that night was wild too. So that's that. That's that's yeah, deathmatch wrestling, man. That's uh, it's not for everybody, but you guys do it really well at GCW as far as being able to incorporate it into your show and work it in and make it just not just as a novelty, but it tells story and it has purpose and it you know meaning and it's it's a it's. They do it well, and I really appreciate what you guys do because that's it's a very very scary uh, part of wrestling, and you guys do it safely and well most more often than not. So, thank you. In fact, with, and and one of the things that you mentioned, obviously, Cass knows so much about GCW. He's been at a bunch of the shows, and um, but one of the things you mentioned earlier is about just how many new eyes you're going to have with this pay per view, right? Um, yep. To those people that that maybe have inklings of what GCW is and have heard about it on the internet or seen about it, you know, in uh, crossovers with uh, AEW and whatnot. How can you describe GCW to somebody who is a, a wrestling fan, but not necessarily aware of what GCW is? Well, I mean, that GCW is something for everyone. It's there's deathmatch wrestling in it, but there's some shows that there's no death matches. Like, the world on GCW this Sunday. It's not, there's going to be no death matches. The state of New York doesn't allow it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, GCW is exactly what you said. There is something for everybody. You got your loot, you get lucha style, you get technical wrestling, you have you the get biggest wrestlers yeah. to ever fucking exist are in GCW. Right. And, and then, you, but then we also bring another style to it. We go back to our roots. We don't, we yeah. stayed at what we were, and that's death matches, and that's mm -hmm. something that another fan base enjoys. And I also think there's a lot of casual wrestling fans that come in and say, "Oh shit, this shit's crazy," and they want to see it too. Because to a, ca I feel like for a casual viewer, someone that might not even like wrestling, deathmatch wrestling might stand out more because it's so intriguing and mm -hmm. so just in your face crazy that they're like, "Holy shit, what is this? I got to see this." Especially in the past few years, you find that you have this rise of casual fans with all of the additional, you know, just wrestling on TV anymore yeah. um, or online. But the the deathmatch stuff isn't really the stuff that's going to get through to the mainstream audience because of just cable restrictions and you know not being able to put it on TV. And GCW, I mean, we, there was a deathmatch kind of on TV with Chris there was. Jericho. I mean, I was there for did, that too. They did light tubes, glass, right. blood. Yeah, I got to we see that. Man, I was there for it. TV. I mean. There, I mean, I think there's definitely a way that it can make it on TV, but I mean, it's just a, mm -hmm. it's just a, I mean, that was a big step for Deathmatch Wrestling too, and that brought a lot of eyes on it that people may not have, people that might not have known Deathmatch Wrestling exists now they know, now they know Nick Gage's like Dark Side of the Ring, that was another one that blew people's eyes up on Deathmatch Wrestling, and they were like, whoa, this is a actual world that's out there, let me check this out. Do you see GCW uh, on network television at any point in the next few years, or do you think pay-per-views is the, the way it's going to be going? Um, I personally do not see it, but you just never know. You I never just know. don't think 
that's GCW style. Okay. It, it all also depends on the partner and who you find and like what kind of network, like in how much they would allow. So like you have to think maybe, maybe somebody like a vice TV or something like that might be yeah. more suitable fit because you'd be able to get away with being you and not have somebody try to water you down. Like what happened with like ECW when they yeah, went to sure. TNN. And I mean, I don't think, I don't think that the goal is television because yeah. television isn't really where it's at anymore. Mm-hmm. You, well, you got pointed same- out. You, you, you guys are doing the, a lot of people don't even have cable television anymore. Yeah. So the internet is really where it's at. Yeah. True. And you guys are basically doing Brett uh our TNA's uh Jeff Jarrett's business model the same like weekly pay-per-views. That's what Brett uh or excuse, Brett uh Brett, Brett's doing better than Jeff Jarrett did cuz he had you guys are running what 40 shows out of 52 weeks this next year. That's basically weekly pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's 3 a month. Sometimes you know, we it. run two pay-per-views yeah. a week. Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you're doing like three pay-per-views a month on average, basically, if you look at 40 out of 52 uh, months out of the year of the year or whatever. So I mean, you, you're basically doing that business model that Jeff Jarrett had when he launched TNA. Of just, we're going to put this on pay-per-view every week, and we're going to do it that way. We're not going to worry about TV, and we're going to do our thing. And that's what you guys are doing, and you've done it successful, uh, very successfully, and have lasted and long, like, had a longevity of it for longer than they did. And it's, it's, it's because of what you guys, like you said, you guys stay true to yourself and you do what you do and you do it well. So, mm-hmm. but uh, recently though, you've had the important piece to it. I yeah. mean, you don't want to, that's what makes us different. That's what makes us stand out. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're where we're at right now. That's why we're going into the Hammerstein ballroom on Sunday because we're not like any other wrestling company. And it's not, it's not fake phony bullshit. There's no characters. It's everybody's, themselves and they all stay true to themselves and gcw stays true to themselves too that's right and they've done like a, they've done a good job of bringing in people uh from outside you know some some names to work in and it's incorporated well and you've actually been a part of a lot of those recently like uh you've you've worked with hoho loon who just came out of his nxt uh leo rush you've worked a match with thunder rosa what's it like working with these people you know coming in to gcw to your air your your house and then you're the one that gets put in the ring with them i mean i think it's cool i think the thing is gcw doesn't bring in people that don't fit the mold mm-hmm. if they think they're lazy if they think they have no passion if they think they're just coming in for a paycheck gcw's not bringing them in everybody works hard at gcw that's what's different from gcw and every other wrestling company out there GCW, if you're coming there, you're coming to do your job because you love it and you're doing it to put on a show. The difference between wrestling for GCW and a lot of companies is when you're at GCW, it's special. You feel something that you can't feel anywhere else. And it's not even like just because it's GCW. It just it has that feeling, that aura. When you're, when you're there, you get a vibe that you have to do mm-hmm. something to stand out. You have to do something crazy. And I think it really... Um, people get that when they come here, they know like this is the place where I have to show out because this is the place where everybody's watching. And even before GCW had all the eyes, that's what got us to the dance. Mm-hmm. Everybody was going absolutely batshit crazy, balls to the wall every single show. And the guys see that like Ryder came in or Cardona, what did he do? He went balls to the wall with Nick Gage. He bled. He came in, he played ball, and he got the job done. Moxley, he already knew the deal. Yeah. But he came in, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't there just for a paycheck. He was there because he wanted to be there. 
-hmm. people aren't coming to GCW just for a paycheck. They're coming because they want to be there and they know that this is something special. It is something special, man. And I lived through the ECW days. Like I went to the old, the shows in the nineties. I was at Russell Palooza 98. I did like, I went to the ECW arena before I did all the runs and it's what it reminds me of. It's a, it's that same feeling to where like you get in the building and you're there and it just feels a little different than your TV show. You know what I mean? It's just like what you see on TV. It's like, okay, this is a little bit more intimate. Everything's a little different and you just, the wrestlers connect with you and it's an experience like none other. And I, I highly advise somebody check out everybody. If you get a chance to check out a GCW show live, you need to do it. And this, this Sunday night, I, I feel like you guys are going to show the world. Like the title says the world on GCW, because all the eyes are going to be on you guys. And, What's next from here? What do you think? What's next for GCW from after Sunday night? Because this is, you know, you're reaching a point. It's the biggest night of the company's career. So where do you guys go from here? I think we just keep on growing and just keep on trying to build something. I hear Brett's I mean, got something I don't in think, mind. I don't think television is necessarily yeah. the next step. But I think the next step is just keep selling out places. And who knows? Maybe if we get to the point, my thing is I think we could sell out an arena next. Like an actual maybe ten thousand seat arena, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I think would be the next step. I like it, but I think it's just from here we just got to keep doing our own thing. Hopefully the pay per view successful, people buy it. We can keep doing those, and then from there more people, more people, more people. Keep going to every different city and keep selling out to build to where we can do a stadium show or an arena show. Nice. And uh, I think that um, I lost my train of thought. Dude, I do that all the time. Well, what about for you personally, Jimmy, uh, going into you know, this new year? What, what are some of your goals in GCW? Do you have any specific opponents that you want to uh, you know, get in the ring with and, and put on a match with or any specific cities that you want GCW to be able to touch down on that ha- you haven't yet? Anything oh, wait, like that? that brought me back to my thought. The difference between GCW and a lot of other companies is GCW took the company and traveled with it. Mm -hmm. They went to each different city because they were growing a fan base in each different city. And instead of just staying in New Jersey, they were like, no, fuck it. We're going to go do L.A. We're going to go do Texas. We're going to go do um, Chicago, Detroit. We're going to take this everywhere. Atlanta coming up. I will be in Atlanta. I was getting ready to say, I can't wait for that. That's three days after my birthday. So you guys will be celebrating my birthday together, man. I've already talked. So it's not just a one, a one state thing, maybe travel every once in a while. No, we're constantly on the road giving every single market GCW. I think that's for places. I like to see GCW go. I like to see GCW go to uh, Seattle. Ooh. Yeah. The Northwest. Yeah. I like to see, uh, GCW is supposed to go to Portland. I'd like to see GCW go to Portland. That'd be cool. Uh, Minnesota would be a, a great place for GCW to go. That would, uh, I think that would go over well. I went there for full gear for AEW and went to First Wrestling. And just that. Yeah, First Wrestling. It's awesome. First Wrestling. That That's vibe an amazing vibe and crowd, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, they draw. Crazy. They draw. GCW would kill it there. They would kill it there, running with working with them, but like because you know you guys do such a good job, also working with other promotions regionally, like you do with Loco Wrestling, and you've done with um, some of the other, I can't remember some of the, the one out in California you've worked with before, and uh, freelance sometimes up in Chicago. So you guys do a good job working with other promotions. So that would be something interesting too. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, Dom, what you got? You got some more stuff for Jimmy. You got a bunch of questions, and I got some stuff I'm going to circle back to later once we get... Well, let's stick with the other promotions because uh, one thing that that I've noticed, at least in the last year, GCW is not afraid to bring people in and, you know, cross promote. And it seems like that's the the growing trend across the board. Um, Promotions want to cross promote. Um, Do you have any favorite indies or or favorite promotions that you like watching in your spare time that you would love to see GCW, you know, cross promote with in the next year or a couple years? Um, I mean, there's promotions I enjoy watching, but I don't. GCW necessarily working with them. Yeah. Right. Like I enjoy watching PWG, but PWG's its own thing. Yeah. I don't see them cross promoting with GCW. And you've got your own uh is it is it through with violence and uh VXS? You've got VXS, uh, yeah. Yeah, what's it was Jimmy Lloyd's I saw the flyer uh, yesterday. Nice. And when's that? That's in a couple months or is it next Thursday, month? February seventeenth in Williamstown, in New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. Yep. That's cool, man. Uh, tell us about that. Like, what's going to happen on that? What can people expect to see uh, for that event? We'll get a little bit off GCW to talk about you and some of the stuff you're doing. Um, so, yeah, push this event. So, I booked that show solely. It was all me. I booked it. Uh, what you gonna? I have a lot of crazy matches planned for that show. I have something for everyone. I have death matches. I have high flying. I have hard hitting. I have legends of wrestling. I have some of wrestling's top stars in it. A lot of GCW flavor because they're my boys, and I had to bring them yeah. over. That's cool. uh, I th- I'm gonna, I'm giving something for everyone, and I'm giving my vision of professional wrestling. Awesome! I look forward. And to that I out. mean, I've ran, I've done the Jimmy Lloyd shows for GCW, mm-hmm. and when Violence and Suffering, that's another place that I work frequently with, and I'm mm-hmm. on every show. I've been there since day one too, since before they were even anything mm-hmm. running shit shows in Ridgefield park. Yeah. Uh, and they, uh, Isaac stepped up and took over the company and I think he's been doing well with it. And, yes. uh, the idea came about to do a Jimmy Lloyd show and he gave me full creative control on it. And I was like, fuck you, yeah, let's do this. That's what's up, man. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of crazy stuff planned for that and I'm just expect the unexpected. Do you enjoy the uh, the production side of things when it comes to that and, and getting behind the you know outside of the mat and do you, do you find yeah the, I do I do a, I I I'm really into that I mean I feel like I contribute a lot of ideas to everybody like because my mind is fully on wrestling twenty four seven that's all I think about so I'll get ideas and I'll I'll just write them out and send them. Oh, that's cool. Then we'll talk about it and then if I feel passionate about something and I hear people with an idea i'll go up and i'll state my opinion because i just love wrestling and i want to give my thoughts on it because i think i have a good general idea of professional wrestling so i mean not always are they going to agree with me but i just feel like i have to say what i have to say because i'm that passionate about it i love it and it Um, speaks to why you've gotten so far at such a young age um Mm -hmm. You know, not to say that this happened overnight because you've been putting in the, the work for a long time. Um, it just doesn't seem like it because you're so young, you know. But yeah. um, at the same time, is there is do you have like a like a checklist or like a list of goals that you want to I achieve? Mean, okay, so the way I do it is I do things like I set small goals. I don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. And this weekend I'm knocking off every 
arena I wanted to wrestle in because I never said like, oh, I want to wrestle in MSG, all that stuff. Like, yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be cool. But like, I wanted to make it realistic and I wanted to set goals along the lines. And then my three goals were ECW Arena, Corrigan Hall, Hammerstein. I didn't That's think awesome. ha- I thought Hammerstein was going to be the hardest one, to be honest. Even harder than Corrigan Hall because Hammerstein, like I said, nobody runs there. Right. I knew the only pr- way I was wrestling in Hammerstein was if I got signed to Ring of Honor or if GCW went. And I was really confident GCW was going to do it, and they did. That's awesome. Yeah, you talked about Corrigan. Uh, let's talk about your Japan trip for a little bit, too. Let's get okay. on that. Like, Tell me about it, man. How did that feel? I mean, you went, that was last two years ago, right? Yeah, I went it? twice. You went twice. Man, and that's, so tell me, tell me about Japan. Like, how was it? I mean, because the language, how did, how was it for you? I mean, you don't speak much Japanese, I'm assuming. No. So, how was it over there being able to interact and get around? I mean, I was able to figure it out and get by, you know, learn little words here and there. And, but luckily, when I went, I had all the GCW family with me. Mm. So, we got through it together. Um, like going to Japan was always a goal. Of course, it's like every wrestler's goal. I got the Ribera jacket, which was a goal. Oh, that was my um, next question to see if you went to Ribera and got a jacket. That's cool. Yep, I got a jacket. I got the Matsunaga Steakhouse, which was amazing. Probably one of the best steaks I ever ate. Uh, oh, going to Japan, like it was like leading up, I was so excited and then I was hyped and everything, but it really sunk in when I was on that plane, and I was like, wow. I'm really going to fucking Japan right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Like this, like it, it really, I had that moment of clarity, like, holy shit, I'm going to fucking Japan. Yeah, and then when you get to Japan, great. it's a whole new world. Yeah. Nothing looks the same. Everything's clean. Like it's just a totally different world, but it's, it's awesome. Yeah. You're definitely not in Philly anymore, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> you ain't throwing shit on the ground in Japan. All right. <laughs> um, now, Talking about international travel, you've been to Mexico too, right? Now, Tony wanted me to ask you: Is there was there anything significant that or eventful that happened on your Mexico trip? Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, like what? <laughs> what What did he say? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll my tell. If he, oh, he told me some stories, he told me he had a good trip in, time in Mexico. But there was was there something that happened in a match? I don't know if he's. He said you might not talk about it, but. He told, yeah, to I know about about. But, <laughs> he told me to ask you about your Mexico trip. He told me to ask you about your Mexico trip. The one th- uh, oh yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. Yeah, I didn't but think so. The one thing that was crazy was one time I went to Mexico. I've been to Mexico like nine times. Oh, that's cool, man. I that's the one awesome. time I went to Mexico, I got there. I was the only foreigner on the trip that I knew of. But then when I got there, they said there was another foreigner on the trip, and I never met him a day in my life. But we were gonna be together for two weeks, so I was like, all right, we have to stick together. And be cool. The first day, the first thing we did, we got in this little, uh, this little car. They drove us around to all these different hotels, and there was literally no hotel. They said like everything's sold out, sold out, sold out. All these nice hotels are driving us. So they take us to this hotel. They said it's all right. So like we've been driving around for two hours. They're like, all right, we'll take the all right one. They're like, it's okay. We're like, yeah, it's okay. We, we get in there. There's people staring at us as we walk up. And we get in. The The bathroom looks like the bathroom in Saul. It's a big white room, oh. a little tub. And oh, then there's God. two beds. We're like, they're like, it's okay. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. He goes away. And then I realize we don't have a key to the room. And then I, I look in the on the on the uh, sh- on the um, pillowcases and there's a blood stain on it. 
I look on the dresser, there's blood pouring down it. So then I freaked the fuck out. And I, it like, I was representing GCW on the trip. (laughs) So I called Brett because I didn't know what to do. And I told him, and then he called the promoter. He's like, yeah, you're going to treat my talent like this. So then they came back and got us. When we went out, they like looked at us. They were like still looking at us. They tried to talk to us. I jetted out. I opened the door. I jumped in and I said, go, 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 go. We went to a hotel. It was a five-star hotel with a hot tub in it. I'm like, why can't you get us in purse? (laughs) Right? They were just fucking with us. They just didn't want to pay for the nice one. Yeah, like if we can get away with not spending, we can't. What what was – so which is easier to pretty much navigate through uh, with the language barrier, being in Mexico or being in Japan? Um. I don't know. They're both pretty easy, I feel. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Mexican people look at you crazier. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. Not the wrestlers, but just people in general. Right, just being not from around, just being touristy. Yeah, yeah they don't, I don't think they friendly. like, they don't really like tourists that much. And when I went to Mexico, yeah, I went to Mexico City, but then I also went all around Mexico and like took 12-hour bus rides in the middle of wow. nowhere Mexico. Damn, so you did like the whole Mexican tour. You went to Yeah, I went I went all the way through to Cancun on a bus that the time with the blood. We drove all Damn. the way through and made different stops in different cities. That's awesome, dude. So I got I got a couple more questions. I'm gonna let Dom go after that and finish up. But let's talk about like so you said you were lived wrestling and breathed it as a kid. What were some of your like what actually hooked you what made you a wrestling fan who were your inspirations as a child is there people you pull from now like ECW. Okay. okay so nothing before that you didn't have any no i, I would start going to cgw as a baby okay that's what I was introduced to and that's guys awesome. like sick nick mondo danny havoc nick cage that's why i went to the deathmatch route of things but i always loved every aspect of wrestling I got into the WWE shit. I love the high flying stuff. So I wanted to be a hybrid of everything. So that's what I tried to contribute into my style. I want to be able to hold, be able to hang with anyone I'm put in the ring with. And but the deathmatch stuff really stuck to me. So I had to stick with that too. That's cool. That's a cool uh have CZW being your like home from because you're from Philly, both of you. So that is your backyard basically promotion growing up would be really cool me here in north carolina we don't have shit i gotta drive three hours to get to my andy andy to go watch but what's that pwx yeah pwx i gotta go to charlotte to i actually wrestled PWX. pwx a couple times oh dude i I'm, I'm surprised i wasn't there i go almost every month unless brian books it on a day that i'm traveling for something which he does a lot but i, love I mean i i was doing it when i was like in the really beginning of GCW. So Tyshawn days. So before Brian had it, when it was was it Tyshawn Williams or whatever the old one. It was like no, I think it was Brian. It was it was Brian. like 2016, 2017. Okay, yeah, no, twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was still Brian. That's cool, man. I love I love those guys. Yeah, that's one of the that's my like pretty much local, and that's in Charlotte, and that's like I said, two and a half hours from me. But yeah, Don, what you got? You got a couple more things to throw out here. Uh, you know what? We touched on a lot of the questions that I did have. Uh, every time I got a Philly person on, I got to know, where's your favorite cheesesteak? There we go. Uh, I like organs. Oh, nice. Very underrated spot. Nobody ever says that spot. Very cool. Are you from South Philly? Favorite. Uh, no, but I, I, uh, I was like, 
But yeah, that's my. You don't spot. have to say where you're from, but that makes it even better that you're not from around there, and you still know that that's a that's a good spot. I do like that spot too. Okay, I'm from the Northeast, so obviously I'm always going to say Steve's is the spot. But that's like, say. yeah, but everybody always says Steve's anymore. So I was I was happy to hear uh, something a little off the beaten track that's still good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice, dude. Well, man, I you know I really appreciate you doing this for us. I can't wait to see you show out this weekend, man, because one of my favorite things to do is just watch watch you work, man, because it puts you in good spots. Uh, you always have good feature matches, and I'm really excited for this because you guys are going to get a chance to really show. And I think this is the the most GC one of the most GCW matches on the card too, is the one you guys are going to be in. And yeah, really now all the all the original players in that match. Yep, and. And yeah, we're dude, coming to wait. show out. We're coming to can't show wait. why we're the fucking last outlaws. Well, man, Jimmy, I appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to say? Tell everybody where they can find you. Push all your merchandise, how to buy your stuff, how to find you on social media. Let's get you out there. Let everybody know how to get a hold of you, your stuff there. You can um, you can just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Jimmy Wood. We'll keep it at that. That's what's up. And merch, best way to get up. You got merch for sale somewhere? Does it hit you up for the merch? Um, or we there? You got a store? I mean, I'm on pro wrestling tees, but. Okay. Well, there you go, man. That's, that, hey, I'm all about trying to put money in your pocket, man. Try to figure out how to sell your shit for you. Push your stuff, so. It's a uh, pro yeah. wrestling tees, the Jimmy Lloyd. Same thing. Cool. Well, buddy, I appreciate it. Uh, Dom, where can everybody find you? Nah, I'm not a, I'm not interesting. It's right there. I, I kind of see it, but yeah, <laughs> wherever it is, I can't. Oh, God, I still did it wrong. Dude, Jimmy, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for for taking the time and, and yeah. best of luck this weekend and for everything moving forward with this uh, awesome promotion you, that you got yourself involved with. You're, you're breaking yeah, up. Oh, yeah. Can you still hear us, Jimmy? You hear us? You're all right? We, we still breaking up? Are we good? Yep, you're anyway. good now. But basically, right, cool. we got the gist. It was telling me, thank you, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we wish you well, man. But yeah, I'll be there this weekend, buddy. I'll be in the crowd. I'll be up there all, all weekend hanging out with the guys. I got plans to get up with everybody, KG and the boys. So you'll see me this weekend, man. I'll be cheering for you. I'll be there Sounds uh, good. I'll tomorrow, see you this weekend. Saturday night. Guys, everybody, buy the pay-per-view this weekend. The world on GCW. It's on regular pay-per-view. It'll be on Fight TV. Watch our man Jimmy Lloyd here. He's going to be in the uh, Grab the Brass Ring ladder match. The world on GCW, the Hammerstein Ballroom. Jimmy, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. Stay tuned. Follow Bodyslam.net for everything. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. We got more of these coming out all week. And just, Jimmy, thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, guys. See you guys at the Hammerstein fucking ballroom. Fuck yeah, man. See you guys.